Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Bernadette Capulong. And Bernadette, you are the CEO and founder of BC Design House. Now, it's it's the German spelling of BC Design House. And so that's BC Design House, H-A-U-S. Is it pronounced differently? Is it just pronounced? It's pronounced exactly the way you said it, the German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's the website again, bcdesignhouse.com. Bernadette, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I love your design and just, you know, just to let people know, uh, I'm going to name a few brands and we're going to play the BC Design House drinking game. Let me know. You take a drink every time you've heard a brand that you've heard of and we'll see if our listeners are still with us here. Uh, I saw Mattel. Coffee okay for the drink? Was it? Yes, yes. (laughs) They'll be insanely caffeinated. Let's see. (laughs) Nestle, Mattel. Uh, Tazo, Sony, ProTech Athletics. Uh, you've got a quite a book of business here. So first off, um, what I'd encourage everybody to do is just go to your website so you can see the style of design. And and I'm you know I'm looking at particularly like your package design and brand identity. And I have to say, Bernadette, that I think that in terms of design, you. It's very future-proof design. In other words, the design you're doing is extremely contemporary um, in that, you know, you can tell when you're looking at something that, at least if you've been around for a while, um, you could tell when you're looking at design that's a few years old. And this is very, very like 2020 design for people who really keep up with where design goes. And design, let's start off by talking about that. why do you think design moves and why is it so fluid? You know, there's, there's design is ever evolving. And I think that uh, a designer should always, um, I always say designers should have an innate um, ability to be curious and Mm. experimental and always being on the pulse of what's happening with trends. We're constantly moving with technology constantly moving with style. You see it in fashion. Uh, So a a really good, very passionate, you know, designer will, will really stay on top of those types of trends and always try to implement it in their design. And in many ways, what we try to do is we almost try to like predict it in many ways, right? We are always ahead of, of what's out there and what's really trending. And there's a lot of different sources, be it um, you know, the Pantone site that talks a lot about color palettes to a lot of resources that I subscribe to that are all about trends. And when they do those studies, they typically do it like maybe five years ahead of time. So we're always trying to be really on top of that because that's really our role as an mm-hmm. agency. Every creative person on my team, even like the account director, um, 
has to be really um, up to date with what's happening so they can be able to, you know, be relevant to who they're they're speaking to. Right. You know, I'm looking at some of your brands, like for example, uh, like French pastry. My wife would buy this product, not even knowing what's inside the box, just based on the design alone. Because when she sees this, I know that she would so resonate with the look and feel of this. I watch her response to different products and she's just so tied into, you know, the, the emotion of the brand and does, does it resonate with her? And if it doesn't, she's like, ew, I don't want that in my house. (laughs) Well, I mean, and that's really what branding is all about, right? Really supposed to connect to that end user and make, and to ensure that, um, it speaks to them that they can relate to it, be it, you know, copy um, in, in copywriting with content um, as well as package design. It has to be able to move you in that way. And that's the mm. whole goal of it. If done well. You know, even just colors, like for example, looking at the Dolce Gusto, the, for the Nest Cafe, the color choices for the lids. Again, these are just very contemporary color choices. Yeah, they're very thoughtfully picked out. And it, it's interesting that, that you said that about the agency um, and, and recognize that. Um, I believe that, um, you know, mo- like strong agencies have a very specific look in itself. And so us as BC Design House, we design for a very specific look. And mm-hmm. so when we do recruit people that come to the agency, we we also train them with the expectation of our look and then layer on top of that, the brand look. So, um, you know, and I've seen that, you know, across the board with a lot of my favorite agencies, it's like, Oh, I know who did that. That is definitely this agency because they have that very particular look about them. But yes, contemporary is, is something that we really um, pride ourselves in doing well. For sure. So how did you build up uh, to the level of, of authority and being able to work with the types of brands that you work with? Like, how did you get to this level? I mean, that's a big question. So I guess it's kind of an origin story uh, yeah. question. Like, where did you come from? Well, you know, I, when I tell this story, I always tell people that I started this business um, as a consultant, consultant, sole proprietary, yeah. um, pr- proprietor, freelancer, right? Um, back in, uh, 2009 and it, it, I call myself this accidental entrepreneur because I didn't really mean to do that. I was just sort of in between, um, coming back to Los Angeles. Uh, and so I was freelancing and went back to my old company, uh, Nestle, where I did some of that, you know, Dolce Gusto and, and work like that, um, as a freelancer with the intention that I would go back to working for someone else full time, but I was caught up in this sort of um, recession. Um, so no one was hiring. So I just, um, you know, did everything I could to really reach out to my network, let people know that I was available to do work, which is really very poignant right now because there are a lot of people out of work now. And some say probably even equal or more so than 2009. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I reached out to everyone in my network. I let everybody know, uh, I'm available for work. And what I discovered about myself is the ability to really um, create something out of nothing to really just, you know, that I had the tenacity and the grit to um, drum up business on my own. And it was very exciting for me. It's like, wow, I could actually really do this. And in less than two years, I 
you know, brought together uh, less than 20 small accounts in, in not even two years. So it was like, wow, I think this is quite interesting what I'm capable of doing. And so that's when I had the taste of being an entrepreneur. And of course, like any business, you start off small, right? You, you have a lot of no-name brands, uh, which are great because you can really be the authority of creating that look and feel and the tone and manner of that brand versus like maybe an established brand where you have to sort of stick within certain parameters. But you always want to work towards those more established brands because there's a lot of cachet with that. And so starting off with startup brands was great. Um, we developed um, new brands from scratch, touched different types of channels. And then from there, you know, word of mouth is so popular, right? Or so uh, powerful that um, people just passed my name around. <laughs> and, um, and my biggest advocates have been my corporate former colleagues like Nestle and P&G who have yeah. said, hey, I know this person, maybe she'd be interested in working. And then they all sort of go to different places. So as long as you really, you know, stay connected with your network, continue to produce great work, um, people will remember you. And, you know, and again, you do a good job on one project, they'll pass you along to someone else. Yeah. You know, and, and I think in the world of working at the enterprise level too, I don't know that, you know, those product developers, those product managers take a lot of cold calls from design agencies. Yeah, what's what's right. your experience with that? You're absolutely right. Um, I think it's really, it, and I think that's this in general, right? So it's really hard. I was just telling this to someone yesterday. It's really hard to just open up a book, not that, you know, telephone books exist, but you open up a book and you just pick a name out of there because they happen to do, you know, whatever type of service. You really go, you know, you reach out to your network and you ask people, Hey, do you know someone that knows this or knows that there's a little bit more of a, a, a trust there when, when it's referred to by someone else. Right. So then when, when we do our outreach, uh, it's, it is very hard to convert an enterprise level account because they don't know you from the next person. And unless you try to, um, you know, talk through, okay, this is our capability you know, we've worked with Pepsi. These are the brands that we worked for, worked with, and this is the capacity in which we worked with them. And these are the ROI that you know we met for them. That's sort of how we position it um, when we do go after that enterprise level. Um, but it is a longer lead time. Uh, sometimes it works, yeah. and, and sometimes it's really. I think a lot of times when they when we do um, build that relationship, it's, it's usually from either a relationship or a referral from someone else. Yeah, right, right. Um, so in, in your work now, can you tell me a little bit about um, uh, your, your agency or your, uh, your team? Um, like what makes you unique in the design world uh, and, and, and that sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we just celebrated our fifth year anniversary, our official fifth year last month. So we're very proud of that and know that those are very small statistics of a company that um, will last five years. I think they say 50% of companies will last five years and less than that mm. will last seven years. Um, so we are celebrating our fifth year in business and we have evolved, continuously evolved. Um, but the way we, you know, as far as our team, we always say that we are small but mighty. Uh, we like to have a very, um, 
you know, we're not an agency that has multiple offices. It's just us. We are located in the Los Angeles, Pasadena area. And um, we have the core, you know, team that is necessary to do anything from package design to web design. And I'm always saying that we build high performing teams. And so everyone on our team, like our copywriter, our content person, we really train them to be very high performing and utilize best practices. And because I have a corporate background, along with an entrepreneurial background, the marrying of the two and those types of knowledge and, um, you know, uh, tips and tricks were really helpful now that I'm building my own company. So I train them in traditional marketing and design or creative, you know, um, skills and processes on top of the fact that we encourage um, everyone to be an entrepreneur. And that is our number one core value is have that entrepreneurial spirit. Mm. And what that means is that you um, are curious uh, and that um, you are a problem solver to um, our clients. And if we run into any type of issues, we're proactive, we try different things, we come up with different solutions, we're constantly uh, evolving and, uh, and making sure that, you know, we are creating that sort of, uh, you know, again, the entrepreneurial, like proactive nature of I'm going to solve this solution for you. That's my yeah. job. Versus when I was in other positions, you were really focused on your own role, which is just if you're a copywriter, you're just a copywriter. But as an entrepreneur with an entrepreneurial spirit at BC Design House, you're really more than just a copywriter. You know, you're a researcher. You are a content specialist. You understand a little bit about, you know, programming high level because you're working on content on a website. So those types of things we encourage a lot in our people. We continue to train them, a lot of enrichment programs. In addition to that's what we look for when we do bring people in. It's a very specific um, set of skills, but um, I also hire for potential as well. So when I see someone's potential, uh, then they're just as valuable and we just mentor Mm. them and guide them to fit the agency culture. Uh, Bernadette, tell me a little bit about uh, your podcast, The House Report. Yeah, thank you for asking. Uh, It's fairly new. um, And what we talk about is really three different types of segments. Uh, Design, of course, because that's the core of who we are. Um, Business or entrepreneurship. Um, and leadership. So, um, and it's mixed up with um, interview. Uh, so we ha- we'll have interviews just like we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're usually short form content. So anything from 15 minutes to 30 minutes um, is usually how we want to structure it for now anyways, because we know people's attention span and, and such are, are um, very fragmented. Um, we also do um, brand hit and misses. So this is that area where I specifically talk about a certain brand and how they've won in certain Uh areas, how they've missed it. Mm. Right. So there's, Mm -hmm. we talk a little bit about that. And then there's uh, the the more conversational one, which I have with my co-host on my team uh, where we talk about hot topics. So recently um, we just um, dropped uh, a podcast yesterday focusing on the 100th year anniversary of women's suffrage Mm. and how that sort of plays into um, how women are perceived or have been perceived in history up until today in in terms of society as well as leadership. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I was just listening to a podcast about that. And I just don't think people really understand how recent, oh my you know, gosh, yes. women have, you know, risen yes. to the, the yes. level of equality that they yeah. enjoy today. I mean, it's a very, Absolutely. historically, it's very recent. It is. And, you know, we talk about that because one of the things is like, okay, it's been a hundred years, yeah. but have we moved the me- needle much? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's sort of like, well, maybe in this, maybe the last five years, I don't, mm-hmm. I think it's been a slow crawl. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that only recently are, are we really seeing the effects there? But I think we have so far to go. Yeah. So far yep. to go. For sure. For sure. All right. Bernadette, Capulong. Thank you so much. Again, your website uh, is BC Design House. And again, that's spelled H-A-U-S.com. Your webs or your podcast is The House Report, which again, you're listening to this podcast right now. Just go search for H-A-U-S and I'm sure it's going to come up again, Bernadette. Anything else that people should look for? Uh, no, I mean, please drop a, you know, drop me an email, uh, say hello, um, come look for me on LinkedIn, as well as um, listen to our podcast on Spotify um, or Apple. And, um, and yeah, and I always tell people, um, stay curious, uh, be out there, stay curious, create some great work. Isn't that the truth? All right, Bernadette Capulon, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.